Hi, and welcome. Now, according to recent data analysis by Digital Finance Analytics, over 1.62 million households are looking to sell down their current property within the next five years, with over 98% of them aged over 50. Now, most of, or almost half of them currently own properties valued in excess of a million dollars, and 71% of them are looking to downsize into improved lifestyle properties that cost less than a million dollars. But what type of properties are downsizers looking for? And how can they navigate the considerable financial roadblocks to make this transition? To discuss this, we're joined by the MD and co-founder of Downsizer.com, Mark McDuffie. So welcome back to the show, Mark. Thanks, Bushy. Glad to be back. Awesome. Now, Mark, uh, when people downsize, what kind of dwelling is most appealing and why? Uh, it's a... I'm going to answer it with the best of my knowledge. Right, everybody's circumstances are slightly different, but what we're seeing is a, is a clear kind of trend. Um, most of the data you mentioned, digital finance analytics, there at the top of the show, most of that data points to 72% of um, homeowners that are mobilising to downsize have three and four bedroom houses. Yep, and about 17% have three bedroom units. The rest are in the two beds mark, but. What we're seeing is this shift, not just to the financial, um, like obviously you mentioned there is 71% are looking for less than a million dollars of value or property value, but it's more about ease of, you know, you know, ease of access. Perhaps there's health issues that are on the horizon that people are thinking of convenience, you know, this thing called COVID has been around for two years now. And I think that there's a, there's a whole demographic of people that are, thinking, you know, when the gates open, I'm going to go out and I'm going to travel, I'm going to see the world. So downsizers are looking for that kind of um, apartment or community style living where they can have convenience, low maintenance, they can lock up and they can go traveling away for a period of time. And then inside, uh, the floor plan is also changing as well. A number of the developers that we're working with have seen this for probably five, six years, and they've started developing floor plans that are really targeting this demographic. Large dining space, large kitchen for entertaining, you know, spare room, maybe a study from working from home. Um, so it's kind of a couple of different factors, ease, access, and for, for the appropriate, like for the appropriate lifestyle, right? Yeah, exactly right. So uh, let's sort of uh, narrow our focus a bit onto the off the plan area uh, because there's there's been sort of mixed news around the pros and cons of off the plan uh, in the past so uh, what are the specific advantages of buying off the plan when you're downsizing as you see it as, as we see it as, as obviously we, we we have a specific view uh, and this is that really you can choose an awful lot there's more and more developers that are designing and building as i said for this demographic and the developers that we talk to are increasingly seeing the value of a downsizer over a first-time homeowner. And what that means is that downsizers are actually, I think, in a really strong buying position, right? Because if they're asset rich, cash poor, and they walk into a showroom with a developer, that is a, is a safer bet for a developer from a settlement perspective. And they're very responsive to that. So really the, the benefits are multifaceted, right? You can choose an apartment off the plan. You can maybe make some customization. You know, you can really think about planning what you're going to do with your lifestyle and you can stay in your current house until the new one's ready. So that convenience and you're not 
moving and renting and you know that that's one aspect of it but there's also um more advantages from depending on which state you're buying in there's stamp duty concessions more and more uh, incentives are making it easier and easier for downsizers with assets to unlock that and unlock the next phase of their lifestyle so for, for us it's um it's really about choosing uh, the convenience and the, the property that you want and the floor plan, floor, floor plan that you want that suits your lifestyle in a building or a community that, that suits you. Yeah, love it. So it, from the downsizer.com perspective, uh, because a, a lot of people have a, a, a fear for anything that they can't touch and feel, uh, is the uh, due diligence process that you bring to the table as downsizer.com give them some extra insurance and assurance, if you like, in terms of making sure that they're buying a quality property from a quality developer. Can you just quickly touch on that for us? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll certainly try to. One of the things that we've observed in the property industry is obviously there's, there's there, there are bad, bad actors in, in every industry, right? But I actually see a benefit in, in the historic bad actors that perhaps have, you know, we've all seen different uh, sensationalist headlines like the Opal Towers, for example. But the really great work that David Chandler is doing as the New South Wales Building Commissioner, I think now is a good time to buy because of the work for two and a half years or so that David's been in his position, I think. Um, yep. Really buying, but build a, buy a confidence back to off the plan by making sure that there's, you know, this ICERT uh, qualification has been a, a partnership with the New South Wales Building Commissioner and Equifax. Yep. Outsizer.com are actually one of the first companies to use that ICERT on a listings platform. So one of our developers in New South Wales, and a quick plug for Helm Properties in, in, in Mossman, they were one of the first three uh, rated with the new um, buildings rating uh, star classification. So they're four and a half stars, uh, working towards five stars, but really about embracing property developers that we're talking to, we screen them to make sure that they're of that certain, there's no phoenixing, and um, that practice is, 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 should be frowned upon and is it being eradicated by the changes that David is doing. So we kind of screen developers to make sure that the quality, the history um, of that developer is giving the buyer confidence. But you're right, they want to touch, feel, see a lot. And we're seeing a lot of developers that almost hold some stock back until the property's out of the ground and, and downsizers can actually eyeball, uh, you know, what does it look like on level four, for example? Yeah. Yeah, and no, I love that. I mean, I, I'm uh, very familiar with it as a uh, used to be an architect for many years. So uh, being able to visualize and, and see things on plan is easy for me. But for a lot of people, it's it's a, a bit of an unknown. Uh, so uh, it's, it's really good that you're bringing some uh, extra clout to that process to make sure that the the appropriate quality and scale of the uh, developers is producing quality product that the uh, downsizers can have confidence in. So, okay, so um, another uh, a question around this then. So what are the barriers for downsizers trying to purchase a new home before they've sold their current home? And, and how can PropTech Solutions help this? Yeah, thanks, uh, great question. Um, the barriers that we often see are most often for this cohort of in individuals, they don't, they're not, they don't have liquid uh, cash sitting in a savings account because they're if they're beyond their retirement age or they've stopped working they're kind of drawing down on super and their savings and 
you know, they've got lots of assets in their bricks and mortar, but they don't have, if they're buying a $2 million unit off, off plan, they don't have $200,000 sitting around doing nothing. So that deposit is a barrier. And we believe at downsizer.com shouldn't have to find, um, uh, you shouldn't have to put that deposit in a low interest uh, escrow account. Whilst if you've, if you've got a house worth three or four times the one you're buying, so we help screen and qualify buyers for that reason to remove that barrier. But you've also touched on one aspect of it. It's trust, right? That to me is a big, big barrier for this demographic to perhaps it the last big buying decision of their lives. Yeah. It, and you see all of the press that we just referenced before. So we're trying our very best to educate and, and select the right developers, work with the, the building commissioner, and also, we, our agents are screened by Rate My Agents, so two kind of industry ratings that give you comfort as a buyer that, you, that the property that's being represented on our platform um, is, is, is a safe bet, if you like. And I think the third thing that I would throw in as a downsize a barrier, perhaps, is, is, you know, if you've lived in a place for 30 years, you know the, the suburb well, you go and drink the coffee at the same place, and you know, the, you know everyone. And they might not be stock in that location for you. So you're almost kind of landlocked by the fact that there is no stock in the suburb that you're looking for. So I think there's the disruptiveness of changing your life after 25 years can't be underestimated. And the more that we can do along with developers and agents and everybody in the industry to try and give that buyer confidence back to off the plan, the better. Yeah, 100% agree. Now, look, uh, I really want to thank you for these quite eye-opening insights, Mark, and thanks again for your time on the show today. Thanks for having me. Take care. Thank you, Mark. Well, there you have it. If you're considering downsizing or you know someone that is and you want to find out more, reach out to the team at downsizer.com. You're watching Realty Talk, your go-to place for all things property.